The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. This is a very impressive debut at a new weight class. Started from, you know, same team, all the way to the top. And here we go. Chase the Dream Hooper! There's the tap! Five in a row for Brendan Allen! There is no denying him now! I will be the next champion. I'm the only guy to be able to threaten the actual champion everywhere. Brendan Allen! Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. We have, uh, in a moment, we're going to have uh, Chase Hooper and uh, joining us and Brendan Allen. Uh, that fight against Paul Craig on Saturday, I'm really looking forward to. Um, and Matt, well, before we start, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. I was reading, Henry Cejudo said something that I kind of agreed with, which was that he's talking about how Aspinall Jones is the fight to make and not Stipe. And he's like, yeah, we've been waiting too long for that. And I don't think that Stipe should be cut out. I think Stipe Aspinall is the fight to make because Jones, I mean, who knows how long he's going to be out? Eight months? I mean, a pectoral tear is a huge injury. So I think that uh, Stipe Aspinall should be the fight to make, and then the winner fights Jones. Nah, I like I like I like Stipe versus Jones. I like Stipe for Jones only because you know Tom As Aspinall. You know his story is being written. I mean, who knows how if he'll go down as one of the greats? Maybe he will. He looks fantastic. Yeah, but I really and what a, and he seems like such a sweet, great guy. Yeah, um, I love the thing with him and his father. It's very emotional. And with him walking back to the uh, from the octagon and holding the belt, and then Mike and he look, he's holding in the emotions, and then he sees Michael Bisping, he hugs him, he seems to start to tear up. It's very, it's very uh, moving. Sure. But having said that, this guy's gonna have a lot of big fights ahead of him. Uh, I can't wait to see what the future holds. But you know, Stipe is already a legend. He's already considered sure is best to ever do it. So, and John Jones obviously has been, you know. Uh, you know, labeled one of the best to ever do it. So let them do it. <laughs> I, I'm only thinking of the, the fact that the division is being held up for a long time because you don't know. I think Stipe is close to 40 and Jones, I guess, is 35. So you don't know how fast he's going to heal from that. Uh, I'm only thinking of the fact of the division. Like, what is Aspinall supposed to do in the meantime? Like, does he fight another interim fight? Um, yeah, I just don't know what they do. Eh, we got this isn't just like a this isn't an injury that heals in a couple of months this seems to be one again they said he might be out eight months as of october uh he's had no interest in fighting cyril gone because cyril ignored his call out before but i mean i mean Uh, how do what do they do to the belt Do they unify the belt before jones is ready do they take it from jones have aspinall stipe fight for the belt then jones fights for the belt the second he comes back you know what's interesting about tom uh, aspinall is um I feel he's going to be a threat on the floor too. I think his jujitsu is real good. So. Yeah, yeah, him and Jones again. That makes them. I mean, and also Stipe too. Well, I, I think he's going to take out Cyril Gone with the jujitsu. I feel. I think. He's yeah. Gonna, you know. But if they fight, do they refight for another interim? How does that work if those two guys fight? Um, is it for an interim belt again? 
man, you're throwing a lot of curveballs my way, man. I'm I'm just like a fan at the end of the day. Uh, uh, Jimmy, did you? I'm sorry, I'm fucking around. Jimmy, you bring in, yes. Let's bring him in. Look Chase at my Hooper. program, and we'll bring in Chase Hooper. And watch me. I get out of the steam, and I'm in the front of my school, and I'm literally when I go in my steam in the morning, I literally melt away all negative energy. Oh, we'll talk about that after. Yeah, not that wow. I don't want to think about you in the steam room. Hey, Chase. Hey, what's going on? Speaking of steam rooms, where are you? Not, this is gonna come out weird. Where are you hanging out <laughs> recently in a, in a steam room or sauna with your opponent, Jordan Levitt? Is that true? Yeah, that was really. Uh, I I hung out with him back in March in the sauna. He was at the PI when I was here in in July training with Kiesa. Um, but I mean, that's that's just how Vegas goes. Like. It's like a wolf stand here at the PI. It's it's people you fought, people you're gonna fight, people you want to fight. You know, it's it's a yeah. weird uh, it's a weird energy, but it's it's cool. He's a cool what, guy. What do you do if it's a guy that you have like a real problem with? Like again, guys who have fought sometimes still get along, but then there are guys who you know just don't like each other and are always kind of at each other in public. How does that work? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty uh pretty agreeable dude. There's only one guy I fought where I was like, oh, that guy's just kind of a dick. But, uh, you know, everybody else is, like, pretty respectful. Um, Mouth like, who that guy is. Go like this. What's his name? <laughs> no, you don't have to do that. No, Chase, you're a good guy. Did you beat him or did, did you, who won? Did you win or did he win? Uh, I won't say what, where it was, but uh, I didn't win. But, uh, yeah, that was my one that, that I was like, ah. Yeah. I, you know, I never make excuses, but I felt like I should have beat that dude, you know, skill set wise. But, uh you know, I, it's just, it sucks to have a, a guy that you don't like have a win over you, but that's sure. the sport. And, well, uh, you know, probably listen, should have came in more correct if I, if I didn't want to get beat up. Well, we're not going to mention his name, but if there's one uh, fight you could, you could get back, who would it be? Um, I'm, I'm, not getting, I'm just trying to get that guy's uh, name is what's going on. No, <laughs> so, no, no, no. Jay, you and Jordan, man, I can smell a grapple fest. I love your jujitsu, man. I listen, you're fighting in general. I, I don't want to come out as an insult because I know you've been hanging out with Wonder Boy. I'm seeing those fucking sidekicks. I love uh -huh. this guy. Chase, is it just me? I love the fucking sidekick, especially for a grappler, like a grappling base fighter like yourself. That sidekick is a good, you know, um, it's really good at managing your distance, keeping you out of trouble with someone aggressive. Don't you feel? Yeah. Uh, the first dude I actually trained with that was like having me play around with the sidekicks was Ryan Hall. Um, oh. Use them all the time, but uh, I like them a lot better because like the keeps and the push kicks, like the stuff up the middle, I always hit my toe on their elbow. Um, you know, like I just oh, yeah. don't tie them well enough and then I just, you know, fuck yeah. my toe up. You must be more confident in your striking though. Like not that you were never, didn't feel confident, but I think, was it the, was it the last fight? Were you third most in uh, lightweight history, 217? I mean, Really amazing. And is that from training with Wonder Boy or what do you think that is? Uh, I mean, I, I think a lot of it's like kind of breaking past the just the, you know, like there's an adjustment period. We're getting yeah. into UFC and, you know, that was my seventh fight. Um, most people don't make it that far. And and my coach, he only had three UFC fights. He, he told me the same thing. He's like, I never felt like I really got to adjust to the level. Um, Whereas now, you know, this is my eighth fight. Like this is, I'm very familiar with the process. I'm very familiar with the pressure. I think that really helped. Um, I think obviously not having to cut down to featherweight definitely helped out a ton. Like I, f I feel great energy wise right now, just like I did last fight week. Um, where at featherweight, I was just, you know, once I got to UFC, I was a lot bigger than when I was on contender. Um, you know, so I, I was killing myself to make featherweight and, uh, you know, just super lethargic. I remember in the fight, sometimes I'd be like, no, I can't push the pace or I'm going to gas that type mm. of thing. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like, yeah, again, j and just more time in, um, that helps you build the confidence. Um, obviously training with wonder boy and those guys helps having them kick me in the head, uh, you know, just getting more confident in the striking defense and, and just toning up some of the little, I feel like uh, fundamental things that I wasn't maybe doing correct um, that were, you know, making my striking look worse than it was or making me not as confident in it. Yeah. Chase, when did you start your training? Did you start with jujitsu? And who was your instructor? 
Uh, my coach, Jeff Hoagland, he's the one here right now with me. Uh, since I was uh, eight years old, I started with him. So now I'm 24. So going on uh, 16 years with him, right? Yeah, I did the math right. And yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I he's got me from literally from day one to, uh, you know, eight fights in the UFC. So uh, you can't ask for much more than that. Yeah, he has to understand every aspect of your personality and uh, and of the signals you give when you're fighting he'll probably read things in you that somebody who hasn't been with you that long would never be able to read uh, that's really valuable yeah and and he does my like my management stuff where i feel like uh having a guy with that intimate of a knowledge of your your game your strengths your weaknesses like he's seeing you know every week he could be like oh this isn't a great fight for him right now you know he's got a knee injury that type of thing um where like some, you know, a manager is just going to be like, who, when? Yes, sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, but again, yeah, like you build that chemistry and that's kind of the same for these guys that go to, you know, they switch gyms or they go to like a crazy big gym where there's just too many people for the coach to really know you or, or care about you. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's definitely a different level. Yeah. Bigger is not always better when it comes to camps. I mean, we got a bigger camp now, but I mean, we had, oh, look at that. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you are. Oh, shit. I, I don't know why you got rid of the Mohawk, to be honest. I don't Yeah, I, I got it because uh, I love Chuck Liddell. Oh, okay. Oh, ah, shit. <laughs> you, you modeled your style right after. I'm only kidding. It's the exact opposite. No, but that's yeah. funny. That is, brawl, you know? that, that is so great, man. Look at that. I got the same thing where I have students where – they were little and now I'm up to their shoulders too. So I feel for you. <laughs> That's so great though. Were you, yeah. when you jujitsu, you're the perfect guy. Like if you were at my school, if a guy came in like a meathead with a knucklehead, I go, you know what? Go pick, go, go. I'll put you with chase because <laughs> what people realize, Jimmy's starting to realize now, cause he's training. It's like a superpower. Isn't it chase? I'm sure you submitted guys easily twice your weight in the, in the uh, training room. Isn't it amazing? What you is isn't it yeah i mean it's it's the great equalizer like the guard and uh you know all the grips and stuff it's all about leverage it's not about ideally you know it's it's not about using the strength it's nice to have it as a backup but uh jujitsu truly is like the lazy man sport if you're doing it right um yeah you see guys that you know they start off they're going super hard they get really skinny and then they start learning jujitsu and then they get fat again because they learn how to not uh, not gas themselves out all the time. But, uh, yeah, I, mean, I love it. And it's got to be, too. One of the things about striking when you're so good, and Verdum had this, when you're so dangerous on the ground, is that you, you, you have a freedom when you strike because you, you never have to worry about being taken down. It's never something you're concerned with. Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of times I, I welcome the takedowns. Um, makes it a lot easier than having to, uh, you know, strike with them if, if that's not working out. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm never going to complain if a guy shoots on me. And when you, Oh, I'm sorry, Chase, when you met Jordan, when you guys bumped into each other in the steam room, did you know you were going to be fighting him or was it one of those things where he's kind of in the atmosphere or it could happen? Or was this still, uh, when you were down at uh, featherweight? Um, it was actually, like right before my uh, featherweight or my lightweight debut got announced. Um, so we were just, I don't know, just talking, just hanging out. Um, but I, I knew moving up to 55, that that would be a great matchup. Um, I, I think it'd be a fun fight. And we were kind of, uh, you know, keeping an eye, keeping an eye on that matchup. And then uh, when they offered it, I, I was excited. I was, I was super happy with it, you know, instead of, you know, fighting some crazy striker or something, you know, where I'm going to have to impose the jujitsu on them. I'm fighting a guy that, you know, likes to grapple too. So I get to, you know, do the, the thing that I have the most fun with. Um, I'm in a phase right now where like, I'm having more fun with jujitsu again. So it's, it's nice to be in a very, uh, grappling focused camp and, and really, um, get to play with the part of, of fighting that I'm enjoying right now. Now, I'm looking here, and I see you had your second wedding anniversary in Italy, which yeah. I want to hear about that. And first of all, second wedding anniversary, my man, 
at 24 years old. So at 22, you got married. Was there anybody saying like, hey, listen, man, you just got to relax. Did anybody try to say, or else they're like, no, this is the right one. You and your wife, you and Anna, you guys looked good together. How, well, tell me, Chase, there had to be some concern, I'm sure. No, I, I mean. Not, dude, I'm not sure. All the, all the people like around us, uh, like her parents got married at, you know, when they were younger, um, my coach, you know, had a kid with his wife when he was 20, you know, same thing with a, a lot of the other people around us. So I don't know, it wasn't a big, big deal. And we'd already been dating for, you know, four or five years at that point. Um, hopefully hey. I don't get that number wrong. She might be mad. Yeah. 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 Don't want to fuck that number up. <laughs> that, that, that's beautiful. Yeah. I've been with my wife since she's 18. So I mean, I'm with you, bro. You know what I mean? That's, that's a beautiful thing. You find the right one, you find the right one. Jimmy spent years being a whore. And now. I certainly did. Now he calmed down at 50s, you know. 55. Yeah. I got married oh. at 54. Yeah, it, it was a long. I, I didn't mind being single for all those years. But yeah, it's nice. There's, there's less pressure when you're married. I noticed that there's less pressure to be out on the hunt and trying to meet people. It, it's just easier. You kind of know what you have. And, you know, it's, it's, it's nice. Now, where'd you yeah. go in Italy? I, I've yeah. been there once. We went to Venice and to Rome. What did you do? We did a, a little uh, little tour. We were there for like 12 days. We went to Rome, uh, which is cool. See the Colosseum and all that. Um, that was cool seeing, you know, they have like a little tunnel from like their warm-up area underneath the, yeah. you know, the uh, arena. To where they'd get warm to. up? Where they'd yeah, warm they up have like a warm-up area. And then oh they have like a little tunnel they walk through, like under the crowd and stuff. And then they have like an elevator. They rise up. You know, it's cool. That's um, As a fighter, do you look at that and go like, wow, when guys were fighting here, like they would like, I, I, you know, you got killed you if you lost. Uh, this was a, a, kind of the same thing, but in, in a, a, a kind of different. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting how some of the stuff kind of stays the same. Like, obviously we're not worried about, you know, getting slashed open with a sword or anything, but we're still out here fighting, you know, for people's entertainment and uh you know a lot of the stuff's very similar like they would train they would you know i don't know they would have a you know just kind of like now like you have like mark zuckerberg and elon these guys are these rich people that you know don't have any need to fight are like wanting to do it now where same thing in, in rome you had like some rich people and like some of the emperors would like fight and then uh in the arena and like you couldn't you couldn't do anything against them. Like if you beat them, they'd probably just execute you. So you had to throw the fight. Interesting how like rich people still want to do what uh, what us poor folk are doing for uh, for money. <laughs> they do it for fun. I, I yeah. heard Elon Musk talking fighting and talking about jujitsu specifically. And dude, for a smart guy, he doesn't fucking get it. I mean, listen, I'm not about to send anybody to Mars. I'm just letting you know right now. But uh -huh. I'm just telling you. I heard him talking about jujitsu, and it sounded a little knuckleheadish. I swear, he's like, "Well, hoist." When they started to, if the guy's arm is too strong, I'm going to paraphrase because he speaks smarter than me. If yeah, the guy's yeah. arm is too strong, he was talking about chemo over his hoist. He had to revert to a inverted arm lock, but he wasn't using the right terminology at all. You know, he was, yeah, yeah. He's basically saying if the arm's too strong, they, dude, it's all about leverage. Yeah, I've heard plenty of white belts uh, making those things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, stick to the fucking cars, stick to putting people on the fucking out of the planets. When I heard him talking, he's like, well, you know, my he's talking about the different arts he did, and he mentioned also street fighting. There yeah. you go. That's <laughs> the camp I was looking for. Elon Musk street fighter. Watch out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my money's on Zuckerberg. He's hanging out with David Camarillo. He's doing legit yeah. jiu-jitsu. I mean Isn't he a blue belt? I think he's a blue belt, right? Dude, and I don't know what belt Elon's is, but when he starts talking about how he's bigger and he'll just fat on him, basically. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. Lay, really? You're going to just lay on him? That's the uh -huh. approach you're going to take towards this? I think he's just assuming he's a bigger guy. But Zuckerberg's yeah, fit. Yeah. He's fit. You see that guy? You don't think he's going to be able to squirm to his back like Hicks and Verzulu? <laughs> it could be one of those things, too, where Elon trains a little bit. And like guys, when you're training, I'm very new at it. So, I, you, know, you know, obviously my instructor is a high level black belt and he has me rolling with his blue belt, but the blue belt's letting me do shit. Like yeah. he's allowing me uh, to sweep him or to put him in positions because he's helping to teach me. If he's trying to submit me, I'm fucking gonna be submitted in less than 20 seconds. So maybe Elon does this and thinks that he's actually submitting 
a higher belt or he actually thinks he's doing better and it's like hey dummy he's allowing you you know, you're not, heard, you know your strength isn't doing that he's letting you do it to try to teach you technique when i heard that he did judo i was like well that's interesting he does judo maybe he's got a good ezekiel or some shit i don't know but uh then i heard when he was talking and he's talking oh yeah i did judo i did this that street fighting and really elon you did some street fighting use your street <laughs> fighting and your extra weight versus this guy doing jiu-jitsu how many days a week because he looks like he's really he's jumping in competitions he's right. he's submitting guys that aren't letting him submit him not letting them be not letting themselves be submitted he's 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 making them say uncle you're he's a not. blue belt matt i started to interrupt you he is a blue belt as of july and he's healing from a knee injury he tore his acl yeah, because he's training. When you're worth 150 billion, shouldn't you not be tearing your ACL? No, fighting? he's fucking training. He's training. And I know David Camarillo. He's a black belt of the health Gracie. The guy does legit. It's not some McDojo somewhere. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how we got into this, but I just uh -huh. Elon Musk never, he never experienced real jujitsu. He, he has, he couldn't know. But speaking of real jujitsu, dude, I love watching you fight, Chase. I know you're working on the striking, but man, Jordan's saying he wants to be the first guy to make you say uncle, to tap you out. I don't think Jordan has he ever been submitted. Uh, I'll tell you in a second. Let's see. Yeah, you got subbed by Patty. Oh, he did get subbed by Patty. Yeah, real naked. Oh, right? That's right, real naked, yep. Yeah, so be the second guy to get him. I don't know. <laughs> I can't uh I can't discount the pressure of that fight though. Like fighting Patty in the O2 arena in his hometown. Um what do you think about the whole crowd's booing you? Patty and, and Tony, what do you think about that? And then what do you think about Tony getting trained by David Goggins? I, uh, I'm still on the Tony train. I'm, I'm rooting for him. I'm hoping he gets that win back. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I, don't think, uh, I don't think a week, uh, like a hell week, is necessarily the best thing for a fight camp. At least not when they have, like, less than a month. <laughs> hell week. <laughs> it is weird. To, you're you're right. It. Yeah, and David Goggins, as much as he is a motivator, Tony Ferguson, what he does is harder. Like, you know, Tony Ferguson is, is like literally getting into fist fights with some of the best fighters in the world. And he doesn't seem like he needs motivation. Um, he doesn't need to be motivated to work harder. I don't think he, I, I don't think his work ethic is a problem. No, I think Patty said something similar. Like his cardio has never been an issue, and neither has his mental. Um, so there's no; those would be the two things I would see you maybe benefiting from that. Um, so I, I think at his age, he's probably just wearing his body down more than he needs. Um, at least for, you know, for where he's at right now. Uh, I, I see there's probably a benefit to it for some people, but, uh, no, I, I think right now, Tony should just be like kicking uh, street poles. Like he's been doing, you know, get, get yeah. his shins conditioned and, uh, right. Fucking around yeah. with that fucking wooden dummy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I did some Wing Chung back in the day. Uh, Hey. I was watching a thing with fucking Wonderboy. Uh, I think it was like in the middle of the night. You know, some things go on your, uh, you know, when you're on the ball and you're, you're scrolling through your shit. Yeah. He, he was fighting um, Luke. Luke? Who? Uh, Vicente yeah, Luke. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Sidekick. Dropped him. Gives him a little pound. Wanted to do his, like almost fake a sidekick again. Boom. Right hand. Yeah. I don't know. Wonderboy. Gets me uh -huh. sad. Uh, what else? Chase, Chase. What is one thing? It could be like something you're watching with your wife. What is a nice series you're watching? You guys watch any TV together? I'm always looking for a new show. We're always watching all all Gordon Ramsay stuff. He's doing that that Kitchen Nightmare show again, you know. So oh, is he yelling at people? Especially the, like this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially in the weight cut. I, I like looking at the food when it's not you know terrible. Why would you, why would you do that? I don't know. Like I I have this uh, box of. Some like peppermint uh, Oreos here that I'm gonna be eating here on Friday. Peppermint Oreos come from Whole Foods, so oh, gives me a I don't know. It gives me motivation to get through the weight cut, and it's uh, you get something out of it. I mean, I do. Yeah, weight cutting is something, man. Yeah, you got it. And the stricter you are, I mean, the it's just gonna pay off. That's a mental game right now. I need yeah. I would need David Goggins to help me with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that's what I feel like. The weight cut, like, toughens me up a little. You just got to suffer a little bit before you, you know, go do this thing. I feel like real life's too soft. Yeah. And, you know, soft. you got to suffer a little bit. You have to, man. It's fucking good. Jimmy, no Twinkies for you if you're getting ready for a fight. I don't but go. Chase said something before, which was very true. And, again, I'm, no, I'm very new at this, Chase. I'm, I'm, and, like, I had lost a lot of weight, but I am getting fatter. I'm the only guy training who's getting fatter because I've convinced myself that these workouts, which are grueling. I mean, I, I, how you guys actually 
fight for real. It's, it's even more amazing to me now that I've done some rolling. It's just the exhaustion that comes with it is, is fucking... And I'm like, I've convinced myself that I can now eat whatever I want at 55, but I can't. I'm just becoming a fat guy rolling, so I have to <laughs> stop fucking eating. Uh, but yeah, you do over convince yourself that you're burning more calories than you actually are. Yeah, no, I, I agree for sure. I, I always equate, uh, you know, training, like fighting, sparring, jujitsu, whatever. I, I always call it like, I don't know, like people think of cardio as like running where, you know, the combat sports side of it is like getting chased. You know, like you're getting chased down by a lion, you know, you, you can't stop or else they're going to, you know, they're going to eat you. So you, you got to go at their pace, not yours, which is a different type of cardio than when you're just jogging outside, you're jogging on the treadmill. But uh, I, I love it. Well, Chase, yeah, it's always good talking to you, man. You're a, such an exciting fighter. And uh, Jordan Levitt, I know you guys don't have any bad blood, but, uh, you, you know, this is a great fight. And we'll definitely talk to you again after and, and uh, have a great time out in, in uh, Vegas. Are you I'm in here. Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm out here. Okay, all right. Talk to you soon, man. And uh, thanks right, again. Hey, appreciate it. Later. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Though. He's like a nice dude. He's a really nice dude. And uh, yeah. he is really, and an, an, that's an interesting matchup with Jordan Levitt. And I guess when you like a guy, it's just like, uh, even though you're trying to hurt them, it's almost like, hey, you can look at it like we're both, we're testing what each other has. And my way of respecting this guy is, is giving him everything I have, like doing the best I can to fucking knock him out. And then we're friends again. That's what my assumption is. Yeah. You know, don't assume. Hey, listen. Well, let me ask you, what is the mentality then when you like somebody? I'm fucking like, right. Oh, okay. Uh, my mentality when I was fighting somebody? If you like them. Yeah, I liked some guys I fought. Uh, Chris Lytle, especially. This right, time. right. Uh, you just try to not look at him as a human. Just look at him as a fucking... Put him in a body bag. Hey, yeah. listen. We got Brendan Allen soon. Yep. And uh, he's, he's on a tear. What's this from? Brendan Allen. We got to ask him, Brendan Allen, is Paul Craig that type? Don't believe the hype. Yeah. That's a public enemy song. And it was Barry Allen in the song. So uh, in this, <laughs> some, stuff works. some stuff works, some stuff doesn't. Dude, I, well, listen. I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you're saying. You ever hear the song, Don't Believe the Hype? Yes, yeah. I have. Well, there you go. And there's a certain part of it. When he asked somebody, I think it was Barry Allen. We got to ask him, Barry Allen, are they that type? Don't believe the hype. So I switched things up and I go, Brendan Allen, we got to ask. Oh, okay. Don't Allen, I, I, Is Paul Craig that type? Don't believe the hype. Oh, cool. And then he can, then he can look at my name leave, and he'll know. Don't leave, motherfucker. Don't leave. No, I won't. If you were. He can look at my name and he'll know how I feel. If you look at you. <laughs> now that I want to look at your name. It's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Your name is not Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, I don't do stand up. That's all right. You know, but uh, this morning I'm at my class. You know, we got like 30 plus. So it's not exactly yeah. the fat black pussycat. But sure. like, uh, you know, I got a room full of people. So sometimes I test out some stuff. So I'm going, all right. So I sat to a, I sat to like a, um, a sweep to get into half guard. 
uh, what do they call it? The sickle sweep? You know, I'm not good with the names. Yeah. So, you know, we lock up and I go, look, there's different, you know, I banged up my knee the other day. You know that, Jimmy? Yep. You know, I banged it up. Did I tell you my, my new knee? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't know that. Oh, I should show you. I, I don't going to show you now. It's weird. There's like something protruding out the side of it. Looks kind of fucking weird. Oh. Should I show? Want me to show you? Yeah. Let me see if I stand up on this. Is it okay? Let me see. And then I fucking roll. Yeah. See how the side of it? Oh, this, I see this. Oh, yeah. What is Have you asked the doctor what I that don't is? Know. Nah, it's my leg. But uh, I went to do a butterfly sweep and I pushed off. So I kind of like pulled something so it's kind of protruding. Okay. My wife's like, oh my God, is that a screw or something? Is it new? Oh, it's nothing metal. But it's it doesn't gotta, hurt. It's got to be one of those ACLs, MCLs, and it, it has to be some kind of L. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so she's worried about me teaching. Why are you, Jimmy? I'm telling a story. I'm, I'm listening. I'm just letting you know. I'm, I'm listening. What are you tell, What are you letting me know? That Brendan's in the waiting room, but I'm, I'm listening right. to your story. Brendan Allen, is Paul Craig that type? Don't believe the hype. That's from Public Enemy. So what happened? You were teaching. No, I'm going to tell you the rest of this. I like to keep, we do this on purpose. Let's, let's bring in Brendan Allen. So we don't okay. And I will finish the story and the joke that I said this morning that I had my, my buddy, uh, Triangle Johnny was laughing and it was fun. Okay. Real quick. Yeah. I'll, no, we'll wait. We'll wait. But now it's a buildup, but it's not a great joke. Tell me. I mean, right here. What else do you mean? Well, it's more of like the way I, well, this is what I did. We had a mat full of people. <laughs> uh, Brendan's here. Like, oh, Brendan, he's got his kid there. <clears throat> Hello, Brendan. Is he going to hear us? Oh, there, there we go. Hello. You How you doing, man? Can you hear us? Hello, Brendan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. Hello, princess. Hello. Hi. Hi. What, what's your daughter's name? Brindley. What is it? Brindley. Brindley. Oh, how nice. I have three daughters. Mine are a little older. You got three daughters. I got mine are 14, 12, and 10. They're a little bigger. How, how old is she? She turns four in a week oh, and a half. Young. How many do you how many kids do you have, Brendan? Just two. How and boys, girls? Two girls. That's all I get. Hey, who needs a boy? I'm, after I had my first girl, I didn't I was a little worried, Brendan, when I was having my first daughter, because I ain't gonna lie, I got a couple scary ants on my dad's side. So I, you know. I don't want them to come out. I'm like, what am I going to get here? Beautiful daughter. So I had my first daughter. And I, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm not making any mutants here. I have three daughters now. I couldn't be happier. And they all do jujitsu. Oh, see, I, I need to get her into jujitsu, but she don't listen to me. So, and then where I'm from, there's not really any kid programs. Then like you should tell her not age. to do it. Tell her she, she can't do it and you don't want her to do it. And then if she doesn't listen to you, then she'll want to do it. Ah. Yeah, well, I just can't coach her. Uh, hey, that, that, you know. Listen, when when they're ready, that's what I say. And I used to always play with them. And I have a video, I have a picture of my 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 oldest having a teddy bear and an arm lock. And she did one of those, how it started, how it's going, because now she's 14. She's on Instagram. So she did how it started. It's her with the little teddy bear. And then she just won a tournament. She's got an arm lock on. I don't know. It's cute. That's great, though. But, great memory. Uh, yeah, it is, sure is. So we seen you last week, but we were having uh, last, uh, on Monday. We Monday. Seen you were uh, with Sweet Dreams, and we couldn't. We had some bad reception, so you guys were together at the PI. Is that what it was? Yeah, we see each other here, and uh, we've known each other for a little while. So, uh, yeah, we're good friends. That's awesome. And, and let me ask you: If Paul Craig holds guard, you've been doing jujitsu for a long time, man. You you have nice submission. You have a your submission game is solid. Are we fighting? Are we? Is it? But you're also extremely well-rounded. So, I mean, what, where, where are we going with this? Are we fighting to get back up? Or are we saying, all right, you know, forget your triangles. I, I clean up the language. When yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't really know. I think of it as I want to go on my terms. I'm definitely not scared of his ground whatsoever. I feel if uh, I can't escape or not even be put in an armbar or triangle with as much experience as I have, then there's a serious issue there in, in itself. Yeah. But um, I want to do everything on my terms. So if you go to the ground, you want it to be because you want to be on the ground. You don't want to have to just react to what he's making a decision to do. Right, right. I, I know he, 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 he wants to connect. That way he can pull you down. Uh, maybe that... Maybe we don't do that at first because I don't want to do that at first. But when I'm ready... 
okay, if you pull a guard or whatever, then, yeah, we, we stay there. I don't know. I'm a kind of a feel guy, so whatever I'm feeling in the moment is kind of yeah. how it works out. Do you try to have a loose game plan for that reason? Uh, like, like how solid is your game plan? Or meaning, or how uh, st- uh, rigid is it compared to? I just want to see how this feels when I walk in. I I don't really go in. I'm go- <laughs> yeah, I see. Uh, I, I'm going to knock him out. It's that simple. I'm going to knock him out. Uh, how it comes, how it happens, how I finish him, it doesn't matter. Uh, if I feel something else, I'm going to take that. But ultimately, I'm going in there to knock him out um tk home whatever but um yeah i don't have a strict game plan whatsoever i'm just gonna go in there and be brendan if i can be brendan it should go my way hey tell me about that kudo protein popcorn that sounds delicious is you have something it's good man fire uh i use it darren what's that is that a sponsor or is that just (laughs) yeah they sponsor me and they they sponsor the ufc too and uh they're great man the popcorn's amazing it's cool as well because they sponsor lsu where i'm from and uh, so I, I go to the games and stuff like that. But it's a great popcorn, great protein popcorn, um, great alternative. And it's a great snack as well. I like to have it after training when I'm feeling hungry and dieting a little bit. What's the difference between that and regular popcorn? Protein in it. No, but yeah, is it just added to it? Huh? They just add it to it? Protein. That's okay. They just add protein to popcorn? Hey, I don't know how the chemicals work. All I know yeah. is it tastes good and it's way healthier for you. That's it. That's all you need. And I don't know, since they're sponsoring everybody, UFC Unfiltered is looking for new sponsors, Kudo. And I got a big mouth, and that mouth loves popcorn. <laughs> I'm yeah, actually looking they up. Got, they're going to have some new flavors coming out next year, so it's going to be even better. My favorite is the uh, white cheddar, but I like the, what is it, the sweet sweet and salty one as well. Oh, nice. I'm actually, as we talk, I'm actually putting it into my, uh, my uh, search engine. I'm going to look for that after. I'm going to probably buy some of that. Um, yeah, are you going to be interested in fighting in New Orleans if the UFC returns? I'm imagining you are, right? A hundred percent. The only person made events over me there is is Dustin Poirier, and I'm totally okay with that. Anyone else, it's just absurd. If we go back to New Orleans, there's no way I don't main event that unless Dustin's fighting. Where, where, do, you, heard, where do you? Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say I've heard New Orleans is like it's it's like its own like separate world over there. It's just really different than a lot of other places. Why is that just because of the swamps and the bayous? Why is that? I don't know, man. It's it's kind of weird. Like anyone is accepted there. Um, you don't really get too much trash talking there. Everyone's different per se, you know, like they have their own way of life. And so um, they accept pretty much anyone there. You can go be whatever you want to be. You know, in today's world, it gets real crazy. I ain't, I'm not going to get into all that, but uh, they accept everyone over there. The food's great. Um, and everyone's just normally looking to have a good time, but, um, obviously that leads to other things sometimes, but mostly people are there for good times. Yeah. You've uh, been open to about uh, how a sports psychiatrist was really helpful. I'm not sure if we talked to you about it the last time you were on, is this, is it somebody you're still utilizing and how was that helpful? Uh, the sports psychiatrist has been the best thing I've ever done when it comes to fighting. It's allowed me to uh, put more of me in the cage. I'm still not 100% there as far as what's in the gym and what's in the cage. But I get to see more and more of it each time. And uh, I think that's allowed for the results that I've had here recently. And um, I've just continued to try to um, do what we've been working on in in that uh, healthy – to deal with the emotions in a healthy manner. Now, does he talk about everything from visual – I can't pronounce it. Visualization? Visualization. Yes, Jimmy. Sorry, Brandon. (laughs) No, you're good. I I know what you mean. I understand. (laughs) You're like, I can't pronounce it. No, you probably can. But is it it a lot of that, like um, visualizing stuff? Or is it, yeah, they take you through the walkout, the lead up? Or is it more, it's not like closing your eyes and then doing a chime and listening to like a waterfall, is it? No, no, no. We do visualization too, but we have other like. Say it just try to practice mindfulness a lot. So like being able to catch things before they creep in, being able to accept them, work through them uh, mentally. It's not me. Uh, To deal with them in a healthy manner. Like um, just for instance, say um, I'm getting anxiety because I'm worried too much of what he's doing and not about what I'm doing. I catch it early. I process that. I deal with it instead of trying to resist it. Cause when I, when I resist it, it just comes back 10 times stronger. So we do that. We do like cookie jar methods where we talk about 
um, reiterating the good things that we've done to ourselves. And um, yeah, so it's, we, there's a lot of good methods, but the cookie jar method, a hey, speak of the devil. Oh shit! Hey. <laughs> yo, hang We just like to hang out. He said, "We like to hang out." Wow, what's up, bro? You all you gotta do is pull up. Fuck, man. Oh, excuse Matt. me. <laughs> it's all right. The volume's low anyway. Sweet dreams, Sweet dreams brings it out of me. <laughs> I can barely hear. I know. How are you hearing this? I barely hear. Sorry, sorry. I'm, I'll be here. extra loud. Sweet Let's dreams, you're awesome. Uh, all right, give me the four. Uh, 4.30 today. They put me back 30 minutes. All right, bro. I'll see you. Oh, yeah. uh, now, you said it helps you be more yourself or, or, or to bring more of yourself into the cage. So there was things blocking you from kind of doing what you wanted to do in the cage? What, what Was there things that weren't allowing you to do what you wanted to do? Yeah, I think it's more the fact that I, I would be so emotionally drained by the time the fight came that I, I didn't have any energy to really put into the fight like I needed to. So um, I really realized that when I fought Malcoon, I was really bad off and uh, I wasn't able to perform anywhere near my abilities because of I was so mentally drained. I wasn't even able to make it to showtime and anywhere close to 100%. And um, yeah, it just really frustrated me. So um, I had friends that were doing sports psychiatrists and uh, psychologists, whatever the heck it is. Yeah. And uh, so I just realized that that's where I needed to try. I wanted to try every avenue. How many days a week is that sports shrink? How many, how many days a week is that? Uh, just one. I only do one day a week, and sometimes I miss. But I only do it when I'm in camp. And I, and I said this before, and I'll say it again, and it's, it's a true story. In my rematch with George St. Pierre, he started seeing a sports shrink. The guy told him to put my name on a brick, throw it in a lake. Fast forward, me getting my ass kicked, at, my butt kicked at the Montreal uh, – <laughs> a back setter so there's something to it so i don't know yeah i don't know man. i think it's just a way for me to for me personally to deal with the emotions in a healthy manner uh we train everything else you know uh yeah. jiu striking and um mentally it's a bit as a big spot for me personally i can't speak for everyone but um i just wasn't able to handle it in a proper manner so now i'm able to handle it and like the visualization is a great thing too like we did a lot of visualization for the last fight as far as like the lead up, the walkout, the everything, everything that comes on fight day, and um, it just kind of prepares you for when you're when you're about to walk in there. So nothing's new, nothing shocks you, and uh, that's kind of just the way I want. It. I don't want to be shocked. I don't want to be surprised. Even though I've done that walk in the UFC, thirteen, this will be thirteen. I don't want to be feeling surprised by anything. So um, I just try to prepare myself emotionally, and that's where it helps. Well, you're on an amazing, uh, amazing run. I mean, uh, five straight wins, four of them submissions, and three straight subs. Uh, you look really, really great, man. So, uh, what a good fight this is going to be on Saturday. Good luck against Paul Craig, uh, another a great, great uh, ground fighter. Really exciting, and uh, congrats on all the success, man. Hey, thank you, guys. I appreciate y- y'all's time, and uh, thanks for having me. All right, Brandon. We'll talk to you again. Okay. Good to see you, buddy. Good luck. All right. Take care, man. Take care, bro. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. He had good reception, though. I mean, he said he couldn't hear us that well, but we heard of him perfectly well. Brendan Allen is great. Paul Craig, that type. <laughs> Say it.
Don't is put is, There's no hype, but it's a, you got to listen to Public Enemy. I like Public Enemy. But I mean, I, I don't listen to them anymore. It's called Don't Believe the Hype. And at a certain part of it, they actually ask Brendan out. It's not Brendan out. But anyway, Jimmy. What were you telling oh, me? What joke did you tell on the mat? Speaking of, like, sometimes I, I visualize you. And when you're a little chubbier, with an apple in your mouth, and you're a little piggy, and you're tied up, and you're all about to put you in an oven. I'm only kidding. I don't. Why you're not I, wrong. It's a fair. It's a I, fair thing to visualize. Imagine that, though. Little fat the piggy boy. Let me go. <laughs> I wouldn't do that, Jimmy. What, um, you, what happened on the mat? Oh, you're teaching, oh, Jimmy. I'm teaching now. Look. Yeah, I'm sitting to a sweep, right? There's a bunch of people around. And I tell, look, there's a certain, you know, I'm very, I'm a serious teacher. Yeah. I'm the opposite of that. I have a good time. It's sort of like, sure. So I tell him, I go, look, we got the tricep. We got the, uh, the chest. We got each other the same way. You got a nice grips. Uh, there's a certain scenarios when you want to go to your back when we're locked up. One scenario is when you're dealing with a person who's a better judoka. Or better wrestler, better stand-up. Another scenario is if you compromise your knee and if you're teaching takedowns, your wife's going to get, you know, you're going to be in deep shit with the wife. <laughs> they liked it. They, it came out better now. <laughs> they didn't like I'm going to use that one of the fat black pussycat. <laughs> you're going to bring me up there. And I'm going to go, hey, guys. Any jujitsu players in the audience? I'm not going to know how to hold the mic. I yeah. Know. Is there any jujitsu players in the audience? Yeah. Okay, Jimmy, get me on stage. Jimmy, the lights yeah. are Jimmy, But you might have a breakdown. Jimmy, like, did anybody have a breakdown on stage? When they're like, get, get me out. Get me off. Like Tom Hanks in the movie Punchline. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure some guys. I, I walked off once very early on. I was like a couple of years in. To stand, I just told the audience I was sorry for wasting their time. Uh, but that was probably 1991. Please tell me that's on tape. No, I wish it was. I was. I wasn't even taping myself back then. No, I think that would be phenomenal. So you don't yeah. like my joke? I think you had to be there. Yeah, apparently. you were in the room. You go, oh, he doesn't. His wife's gonna yell at him. Yeah. Sense. So yeah, believe me, folks. The wife might yell at me. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> my wife, please listen. We have fun. Yep. So anyway, I had a good morning. And if you look on my Instagram, Matt Sarah BJJ, you'll see me on my story steaming. When I go into my play, I go early and I steam for close to a half an hour. And when I come out, I'm still steaming. You still see the steam coming off my head when I'm outside. Because I get out, I drive my car around after that. And uh, around back. Wait, you drive your car around back? Well, I park upstairs and I go in my steam. It's in my locker room. And then I, in my own little place. And then I pull the car around downstairs instead of walking down. Oh, okay. So, and then when I go outside, you see me actually the steam coming off me. And then you shower? Well, I shower. Well, I just got out of the shower. I shower before and after. But oh. I shower before and I steam first. Steam shower. And I get all the negative thoughts out of my head. And I think about what I'm going to do. Like today I did, um, I'll show it to you. I'm going to send it to you now, what I did today. What, what time I, do you like get, the, like if you, what time do you teach class and what time do you get there? I, I teach class at seven o'clock and I get there around an hour earlier. That's early, man. You get up at five. I get up at 5.15. Yeah. Wow. That's five. early. Yeah. Yeah. I do that three days. You know why, Jimmy? Because I'm basically retired. I said retired, not the other. We don't I understand. That. You thought I said the other word and you were well, about Both to can be true. Well, don't please, don't Jimmy. Uh, I'm Jimmy. Jimmy, damn Jimmy, you mean? But anyway, <laughs> I like, I like the, I think the start of the day, just sweating, bro. Because like yeah. today, I taught that seven a.m. class, and uh, I got time to come back. I take a little nap, a little nappy nap. I get up, I rub the little dust out of my eyes. I hang out with you, and yeah. now later on, I can even chill out now. I know what I can do now. Yeah. My wife, she made some stofus pizza for me. It's fucking blah. And I'm going to have that. I'm going to play some fucking video games because I deserve it. Sure, you earned it. Yeah, you've and, four dabs. And I, that's no reason to show that. No. And then, after I do the video games, I'm going back 7.30 tonight, p.m., I'm teaching the 40 and overs class. 
What's the matter? You reach a certain age and you cannot be dangerous? Is that what you want to put out there to the world, Jimmy? Right. No. Is that what you want? That's the wrong message. The wrong message. I'm watching The Expanse and uh, I'm liking that. And we and, and, the, and the character Amos, he's such a badass. He was on this on our podcast. What a great, what a great show. Uh, and also, I'm looking forward to Jimmy. I'll let you go with this. December 22nd. I don't have any horses in the race here, but December 22nd, I'm a fan of Zack Snyder. And he's coming out with a um, show, Rebel Moon, and yeah. it will be on Netflix. And I it it has that very basic storyline of like the small village that's getting attacked and it needs warriors. This is a planet that they're, they're that the big bad galactic baddies are looking to take their resources. So this young girl with a mysterious past, she's going to different planets, getting some warriors to fight these guys. I like it. It's like me. Simple. Simple. <laughs> I don't know. Jimmy, what else? Yeah. You want to well, tonight, 7 p.m., I'll be at the Fat Black Pussycat. I'm not there next week because of the holiday uh, of Thanksgiving. And, Matt, we should plug properly. This really is a great main event. Brendan Allen against Paul Craig. Uh, great middleweight fight, Paul Craig, coming down, of course, from light heavyweight. Um, I think this is his second fight at middleweight. Am I an idiot to assume that? I could be wrong. I'm wrong half the time. Uh, Chase Hooper, Jordan Levitt is the featured bout. Um, Jake Matthews and Michael Morales is the uh, co-main. So a great, great night of fights. Begins the 18th, of course, which is this Saturday night, 2 p.m. It's in the afternoon, the prelims start. Main card's 5 o'clock Eastern. Nothing I like more than a 5 p.m. Eastern time because I can watch it all before I go to work. And Amanda Hebos on this card. Yeah, Amanda Hebos is fighting, yes. Nick Aguria is fighting Peyton, Peyton Talbot. And if he can't find him in there, he's going to go, Hey, Talbot! <laughs> wow. If anybody, wow. if anybody wants to look at the old Abbott and Costello, it's a, very, it's a dated joke. Yeah, no, it's not It's not bad. And, and, and don't let my name... Uh, my name shouldn't indicate anything. <laughs> Jimmy, your name is not I quit. I love you all. Watch the fight this weekend, Jimmy. I'll talk to you soon. You're so much okay, fun. buddy. Talk to you soon. Bye, Bye. Jimmy. <laughs>